0: Welcome to the Spine and Rehab Specialists podcast series. We're on episode number twelve, and today I have with me here, you know, Anthony Durant, um, Doctor of Physical Therapy in our in our clinic. He's actually at our Physicians location, um, and we're going to talk a little bit today about EMG, NCS slash NCV, and we'll explain that in a minute what we're talking about. So, yeah, you know, Anthony, welcome to today's podcast. Thanks, thanks for having me again. So, um, so Anthony and I have kind of ventured on this uh, this journey together of getting into diagnostics, and it's been an interesting path. So we've already talked about the, the musculoskeletal ultrasound. Today we're going to talk about you know the the EMG. So let's let's dissect it a little bit. So what does EMG stand for, Anthony?
1: Electromyography. There you go. Yeah.
0: And then the other the other part of it is you know NCS. I've seen it at NCS or NCV. It can go either way, uh, nerve conduction velocity studies or
1: just nerve conduction studies, you know, yeah. either, or you can refer to both of them as EMGs.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, typically we talk about EMG, but, you know, almost always you're gonna do both tests. So let's dissect a little bit what these tests are. So we actually, so when we learn it, we start with the, the, the NCS. So let's, let's talk a little bit about that, Anthony. So what is, you know, a nerve conduction study? So basically what we're
1: doing is, you're looking to see how well the nerve is functioning basically that's it um cut short simple what is the nerve doing and how well is it doing its job
0: yeah so we're we're looking at and you know so the nerve conduction velocity studies is really look it's not only looking at the the speed of how the electricity gets transmitted through the nerve but also with what kind of strength? Um, are there any delays or anything? So it gives us a really good understanding of of what's going on with the nerve. And this part of it is you know works with you know some some stimulation, electrical stimulation, not necessarily painful, but just a little uncomfortable, right?
1: Yeah, it's a pulse. You know, you gotta you put you basically put electrodes over the muscle that you want to get information on, you know about the nerve. So the NCV part requires an added stimulation to stimulate the nerve um, because that's how you can send the signal through the pathway. Um, and then you record it from the muscle that you're targeting. So, yeah, it's a little it's a little pulse. I wouldn't say it's painful or anything, but it's, an, it's got an interesting feel to it.
0: Yeah, it really does. If anybody's ever had some sort of electrical stimulation done to them, they already kind of understand the feeling, but this is just a little bit more direct because we're directly on one specific muscle, um, that would, that we need to generate that, you know, a you know, a contraction essentially, um, you know, and and then you're measuring how, how how the electricity, you know, comes through that nerve. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty accurate in
1: the information and it's pretty telling. Based off the results we get on what's going on,
0: yeah. So we're really looking at you know the the strength of the signal going through, so the, the you know the amplitude. Um, we're looking at how long does it take to get there, you know, so you know before there's any kind of contra- you know contraction or any kind of muscle activity, but also just how long does the overall process take? And that's a really good indication of what's what's going on with the nerve. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know,
1: um, you can find out again. You can find out a lot of information um you know with the the reason for the pulse is um why do we have to why do we have to shock you essentially is you know we're we're ourselves as the testers we're stimulating stimulating the muscle um, for you so you know on the other end of that you will feel like a twitch or a pretty strong contraction in the muscle and that's exactly
0: what we look for and that's exactly what we measure yeah. just to give a little background uh, is you know when like say for instance i want to you know, bend my biceps Um, That takes an electrical signal coming from my brain through the spinal cord, you know, through the peripheral nerve to stimulate the muscle to take action. So what we're actually doing is just mimicking the normal stuff that happens in your body anyway. So it's a normal physiological reaction that we're getting. We're just doing it on demand.
1: Right. Yeah, that's the best way to put it in simple fashion.
0: Yeah so okay so let's you know now talk about the emg part the electromyography so that's a little bit different right
1: yeah that definitely is um you know the idea is still the same but the way we go about it is a little bit different um in this case it involves a needle and i know when i say needle you know scares a lot of people (laughs) out of this room away Um, but it's actually not really that bad um so basically well, with the needle emg what we're doing is studying the electrical activity of the muscle itself you know what is going on in the muscle what's the electrical activity like in the muscle and that's what we record
0: yes so yeah there, there's a little discomfort with it but I don't, I don't think it's all that bad and it's it's interesting interesting for us cuz we've been as physical therapists doing dry needling anyway so sticking needles in somebody is, is not that big of a deal and patients that have had that done it's probably comparable to it so not that big of a deal but there's there's some discomfort with it
1: yeah no doubt about it i mean you know when you stick a stick a muscle with a needle yeah it kind of hurts a little bit but there are ways and techniques that you move the needle to minimize the amount of pain you can generate so you know basically we we just try to minimize it as much as possible and there are ways that you can do that.
0: Yeah. And and you know, just to put everybody at ease, we do have to do that this on each other when we're doing the training. So we've gone through it. We know what it feels like. Yes, exactly. Uncomfortable, yes. Like painful, yeah, for a second, but not you know, not bad at all. But it gives us a lot of information on actually what's happening when the when the muscle itself does get even just you know stimulated by sticking the needle in there so we already look for what happens to to the muscle because essentially the muscle when you're completely at rest there shouldn't be a you know really any kind of activity happening but it will start having some sort of activity once the needle goes in a little deeper in a different direction
1: yeah for sure i I think you can basically look at it in two ways you know the ncv is basically studying the nerve and what is a nerve doing how it's operating and the emgs basically tell you what the electrical activity of the muscle is doing. Okay. So, you can basically summarize it in, in two fashions.
0: And and that's why we're really, you know, just about all, you know, almost going to do both of them because we do want to look at the the nerve signal itself, but also what happens in, you know, inside the muscle essentially once the the, the nerve signal gets there. Yeah, correct. So now, you know, let's talk a little bit about you know, what are we going to find out when we do these kind of tests? In other words, why do we do these, right? We don't do them just for fun, although they're fun, but, you know. Right.
1: <laughs> I know. We wouldn't stick you guys for fun. Um, okay, so take the basic example, right? Why would, why would we want to do this kind of testing on you? So let's just say you come to your physical therapist or you come to us and you tell us that you might have carpal tunnel. Right, um, one of the, or you think you have carpal tunnel, or your doctor told you, you have carpal tunnel, whatever the case may be, you come see us. What we can do? Um, so think of this testing as uh, added or another tool your therapist can use. Um, among the special testing and all the physical therapy things that we do the range of motion muscle testing and uh, a, a full su- assessment of what you're telling us um, about how your symptoms present so all that done now we jump to the actual testing itself um, you know particularly if we're talking about carpal tunnel we're talking about the median nerve um, so then the nerve that's right you know on, on the front part of your wrist um, we can use this test to see what or how that median nerve is functioning as it goes through the wrist number one is it working and how is it working number two we can assess the severity um, of how affected that nerve is Um, assessing and knowing the severity and prognosis will help us guide our decision making for your carpal tunnel syndrome or carpal tunnel problem not only that if there's something else along the way causing the carpal tunnel syndrome we can you know figure it out right then and there. Hey, it's not just a carpal not not just a carpal tunnel, it's something further up on the arm or maybe coming from the neck. You know, whatever the case may be, whatever your specific diagnosis is or condition is, the nerve conduction and EMG testing will help guide our clinical management
0: of you guys. Yeah. So it really gives us a lot of, you know, extra information, you know, on the severity, you know, of the problem. Or is it even really that problem, right? Because you right. may have some numbness and tingling in your hand. And, you know, that's typical for somebody who has carpal tunnel syndrome, but it can also be coming from the neck. So obviously, you do not want to go for a carpal tunnel release surgery if the problem is coming from the neck or vice versa. So it really helps us give a lot of information. And just for our our listeners talk a little bit about, you know, the nerve. So a nerve, you know, I always kind of compare it to an electrical cord. We know what an electrical cord is that you, you know, plug into the wall, you know, that has, you know, in the middle, copper wiring, and then it has, you know, some sort of a plastic, you know, rubbery kind of coating, you know, on the outside. And really our nerves are, you know, kind of designed in the same way. It does work a little bit different, but it's, you know, it's a pretty good idea to have that in mind. So you have your, your axons, your actual nerve fibers in the middle, and then you have your myelin sheath that p- protects it um, and, you know, that, that surrounds the whole nerve. And with these tests, we can determine whether the, the you know damage or the compression is just on the outside myelin sheath or if it's, you know, already to the point of, you know, the the axon itself. So is it the copper wiring or is it the plastic?
1: Yeah, I think that's a, probably the best way to put it. Um, and that's uh, one thing that we can use to help assess, you know, is this uh, something that we can definitely address in the clinic or is this something that we're going to need to refer out depending on how severe, um, whether it's copper wiring or the, you know, the, the sheathing around it, um, we can help, you know, determine
0: prognosis. Yeah, so this is really something that doctors should use to determine surgery or not because if the damage if there's acute damage to the copper wiring by all means go for surgery but if it's you know the, the plastic you know coating if that's the only thing that's affected then you're know, very likely that therapy will will actually be able to yeah, help we that. can definitely treat that yeah awesome um, so it really helps you know in the decision making you know of you know not only you know for therapy you know what we're going to do with a patient because obviously for us too i mean if i'm if I know you have a neck problem, then I want to address your neck. If I know it's a carpal tunnel you know, problem, then I want to address your, your wrist and forearm. So for us, it helps. But even within the whole medical situation, it will help guide, hey, do I need surgery or not? And this will help tell us.
1: Yeah. Um, valuable piece of information
0: um, that you know we can get just by doing these tests. And and really the same thing will count for you know say if you have low back problems a lot of times when we have people with low back problems they they may also have some pain down the leg um, you know which we tend to call you know sciatica and, and you know because and sciatica is pain in the distribution of the sciatic nerve so that is already has the, the word nerve in it um, but we can help determine there as well is it truly compression of the nerve um, or is it just some you know a little bit more of a vague irritation in that area so even there will help with des- decision making on on what we need to be doing right
1: yeah i mean who doesn't or have themselves experienced or know someone who's experienced sciatica right or some type of you know uh, carpal tunnel syndrome i mean these are common conditions that are out there why not test it specifically with these with these uh assessments
0: again because it will help direct Surgery or not surgery, you know, because most people with back problems really don't need surgery. Exactly. But if you have severe compression of a nerve and, and nothing else takes that away, then you may actually be a good candidate for, for back surgery. You know, So definitely, again, you know, should be part of the decision-making process. So
1: one of the cool things I want to add on to that, too, is you can also, um, you know, when you're doing the test, check for, you know, during the healing process, are we healed or not? Um, you know, we can do a intro baseline tests and then compare, you know, let's say you go through therapy and then we can retest and compare, Hey, look, there's healing going on. The signals that we get can also tell us if there's active healing taking place or if healing has already taken place. So that's another added benefit to doing these, uh, assessments as we can see a baseline and then we can see, okay, you know, you've gone through your therapy, we can retest and we can actually track healing.
0: Yeah, because it's it's amazing how the body has this capacity to, to heal itself. Even nerves can heal; they can reroute, they can you know do all sorts of things. So we can measure that, we can see what you know where in the process you are, and I think that's just one of the awesome parts of the the EMGs as well.
1: Yeah, um, you know, one of the cool things too is yeah, we're looking at numbers, but what it also tells us is you know we we get a picture. Your nerves also paint a picture to us through the machine and through the technology. And based on the picture and the waveform, uh, we can also make those assessments hey, it looks like this or it looks like that. And either we proceed with surgery or we proceed with physical therapy.
0: Um, You know, it tells us a lot. And at times, too, you know, doing the EMG and and, and NCV will help us, you know, even figure out some of the, you know, the, the bad things going on there that we may be able to find. So we may think it's, you know, it's something coming from your back or your neck, but it may actually be a totally different problem because even things like, you know, multiple sclerosis, MS will show up. Uh, maybe some sort of, you know, neuropathy or myopathy or so will, will show up in this testing, you know, and, and it, it really becomes kind of a puzzle that we're doing because you start putting everything together. I mean, just to give you a, you know, let's go back to the median nerve. Well, the median nerve, you know, comes, you know, out of a certain aspect of you know, of the cervical spine, you know, comes of a certain aspect of the brachial plexus. So we can, you know, figure out exactly, is it the median nerve, you know, or does it come from the neck? Because the body is just designed in such an amazing way that, you know, some of those, you know, muscles from that are, you know, innervated from the neck are different than the ones innervated from the median nerve. So it really it gets to be a puzzle to figure out exactly is it the median nerve or is it the you know whatever C you know C eight nerve level and and everything. And I think that makes it just really intriguing for us.
1: Yeah, um, it can be pretty accurate as far as tracing back um, on the nerve wherever the problem is. You can trace it all the way up to where the nerves originate. Um, and yeah, and as you said, we can dive in more specifically. Um, where the lesion might be, um, it's it's a network. It's definitely a puzzle, um, but hey, that's what that's how we're created, um, and it can be studied.
0: And that's why a lot of times, you know, just about always, we'll compare to the other side, right? So yeah, we, yeah, you know, we're definitely going to compare right median nerve to left median nerve, but then we also look at you know one of you know one or both of the other nerves in there, the ulnar nerve and the radial nerve, and may also compare that to the other side. And if we're starting to find more and more stuff, then we may even look at you know, a nerve in the leg, because it could be, you know, something that's totally different, like a polyneuropathy, where, you know, numbers of nerves throughout the whole body are affected. Um, Important to know, uh, because it wouldn't make sense to do a carpal tunnel release on somebody who has a polyneuropathy, because it's not going to do you any good.
1: Exactly. I mean, how much does that tell you, right? Um, There's definitely things that potentially could be caught um, with this testing. And you know, why would we do anything for the media nerve? It was some other systemic problem that we need a doctor intervention to intervene in.
0: Yep. You know. yep, absolutely, yeah, definitely. So this has been just a very interesting pro- you know, process for us to, to go through this because, you know, there's very few physical therapists that actually do emgs this is you know there's some physical therapists that have done it for a long time but for the most part it's relatively new so there's you know a very small group of physical therapists that are that are doing this so we're really honored to be part of that you know really kind of advancing the profession of physical therapy
1: yeah um, it's it makes perfect sense on why physical therapists should be a part of this kind of type of testing because we go to school, we study really hard in anatomy and the functions and the musculoskeletal part. Um, this should, you know, complement
0: everything we learn in school. Absolutely. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. I definitely think we're, we're you know, a prime, you know, group of people that should be able to to, to do these kind of tests, because um, we do a lot of special tests on our patients anyway. So this is, you know, absolutely a special test. It just requires, you know, extra, you know, knowledge, extra training, you know, and it's a pretty intensive training process, you know, that that we're going through. But, you know, I really think this is, you know, kind of the the you know pinnacle of the physical therapy profession to be able to do this. Yeah,
1: um, you know, it's it's tall telling. I mean, the old way of thinking things was purely what does the MRI say you know Um, well what really does an MRI say it's not but not but a static picture yeah it tells you things but it doesn't tell you the function of things doesn't tell you the functionality of you know how your nerves and how your muscles are working it doesn't tell you those inner workings so that is you know important to understand when it comes to developing a prognosis for you Um, not only that physical therapists you know we train really hard in understanding the anatomy component. So it only makes sense.
0: Yeah, we're really the combination of, of anatomy knowledge, but also with function, right? I mean, we look at people, how they move all the time. So the really nice thing is that, that we can combine that. We can see how somebody's moving. We still do you know, testing that way, and then combine with this testing, You know, really get that knowledge from both ends and then combine it and, com- and come up with a really, really good painted picture.
1: Yeah, and depth. Um, now, even a little bit further, you know, from a previous podcast, with, combined with the musculoskeletal ultrasound imaging, hey, we have function and we have visuals.
0: Yep, Exactly. Because typically, you know, especially on, on, a, on like a median nerve or so, after we do the EMG, we're going to look at with the ultrasound because now we can look and see, you know, first of all, is that nerve inflamed somehow? Is it thickened? You know, is there any kind of compression on it, any, you know, kind of constriction on it? You know, and we can follow that nerve pretty much along its path for the for the most part and really see where, you know, where the problem is and what what does it look like?
1: Yeah, for sure. So we know what and how it's working, but what's causing it to
0: not work so well? Yeah, you know, we we will take an ultrasound of it and then we'll see what's causing it. Yep. So really, the combination of the, the normal testing that we, that we do as a physical therapist with all our anatomy knowledge, you know and, and knowledge of how the human body really functions, combine it with an EMG and, and the NCS, and then combine it with a you know the neuro you know, musculoskeletal ultrasound, we really get an awesome picture of what's going on.
1: Yeah, it's definitely amazing, you know, how we can provide this service to patients. Um, they definitely appreciate it. They definitely appreciate more. I mean, who doesn't want to know more about whatever condition they're having, right? We want to know the most about what's happening to us. Well, in this way, in this sequence, we can provide that um, to a much more broader extent.
0: Yep, absolutely. And I think it gives the patients confidence that we can really target their treatments on exactly, you know, what their problem is and not just kind of guessing or You know, just just kind of assuming, but we, you know, we can narrow it down as as much as possible. I mean, the human body is always still full of surprises, but we can definitely narrow it down to exactly what the problem is and then really attack it as, as, you know, good as we can. Pretty
1: amazing. Pretty amazing stuff.
0: Awesome. I think this was, you know, some great information. Um, Definitely anybody out there that wants to know more about, you know, the, the EMG and NCS. You know, give us a call. Um, you know, give us a shout out if you're interested in getting this testing done. Reach out to us, and and you know, we'll we'll talk to you about you know how we can get this scheduled. Yep, yep. And if you have any questions, just again, um, let us know. Call us up. Yep. Awesome. Well, thanks, Anthony. I think this is a great you know podcast. And thank you. Looking forward to to the next one in a couple of weeks. Thank you, guys. Stay safe.